Well, hello everybody. I don't know why I'm speaking in a spooky voice. This is not Halloween. It is the second spookiest time of the year. It's Oscar season. Yeah, we're the Film Pigs. Uh, my name is Stephen Falk. I'll be your host this week, this month. And uh, across the little desk from me is... Todd Anderson. I'm Todd Anderson. I am just a regular film pig. I'm not a host film pig this week. He's not hosting. Or this month, I should say. But <clears throat> he's capable of hosting. I could if I wanted to. If right? I happened to drop dead in the middle of this broadcast... Oh, God, don't do that. He would not call 911. He would take over <laughs> hosting. <laughs> He would push me out of this chair. The show must, must go, go on, on. Steve. I, he would want it like this. <laughs> Look down at my gasping body and say he would want us to continue. Well, we all remember the time you passed out on the set of You're the Worst in the middle of directing one of your episodes. And uh, I immediately took over. You immediately took over. And finished the show. And said this is what he would have wanted. And then we found out you had gone to Crafty and poisoned my <laughs> tuna melt. Well, I needed to... A shot. Yeah, you, you know, needed your needed, DGA points. Um, this is how Hollywood works, man. So this is a this is a bacon, which just means uh, there's one less of us because <laughs> one of us is, has a very busy job. Yep. Someone's making uh, a Bulgarian uh, sex video games or something. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Bulgarian sex video games. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, Skelton is uh, is a little. Uh, he's he's indisposed, working for the man. And he has to work so hard. That boy works. And hard. you also have to work very hard. I don't work that hard. But you seem to work very I long hours. I no, I don't. Oh, you don't. No. Like two, three hours a day, tops. Yeah, about. All right. No, no, no. I but you work, have to travel. I travel. I travel. I'm going to New York next week for work, but that'll be my last week. And when you go to New York yes. for work, like once <clears> you get there, you have like a couple weeks to not to just hang out, and then you have like a day or so of work, and then... <laughs> yes, exactly. I wander the city. I I haunt the clubs. Um, I troll for, for, for tail. Um, I hang out in the park. I, I joined a soft, uh, uh, over 40 softball league last time I was there. <laughs> We went seven and one while I was in town. Oh wow! Yeah, um, that's good. That's I, uh, a good record. Yeah, I understudied to play at Lincoln Center. Oh nice. Um, yeah, I bought a, uh, a classic six on the Upper West Side, and then I came, then I worked for a day, and then I came back. Oh wow! Um, no, I'm going for five days, and I'll be on set all five days. Oh okay. Yeah, and then I'll come home. So <laughs> no fun. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's Brooklyn. It's live in, and it's in, in Brooklyn. So I don't even go into Manhattan, which is where we. Which is New York to us. Yeah, yeah, that is New York to us. Well, and Astoria. And Brooklyn, really. Yeah. I mean, by the end of our NYU tenure, yeah, I was out in Queens. And I was in, in Park Slope. Yeah, and I had a lot of friends in uh, both places. Uh, yeah. All f- every, every borough except the Bronx, I would say. Well, that's just because you're racist. Um, is that why? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, so I wanted to have friends in the Bronx. Right. Wanting to not be racist doesn't make you not racist. One of my best friends is from the Bronx. Who? My Bronx friend. Oh. You know, you know that lady. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Ruth, Ruthie. <laughs> Ruthie. Ruthie uh, how Hernandez. Could you, how could you forget? No, Ruthie. Ruthie's awesome. She was great. Uh, um, so, <laughs> this is... This is uh, so. This week on the the month or the month on the bacon, we're going to talk about the uh, Oscar because Todd has Oscar fever, as anyone knows. Oh my God, I'm crazy for the Oscars. He's crazy for Oscar. <laughs> you, if you hang out with Todd, all he does from January 
to April, ask you Oscar trivia. Yeah, constant. What was the name of the man who streaked the Oscars? Dang Sklitzenbun. That's correct. Dang Sklitzenbun. Most who, people don't know that. That's uh, very good. Who won? Who won? Best animated short in 1976 in an upset over Grumbo Dumbo's little sister. Uh, it was uh, Jane Campion's The Emotions. <laughs> it was Jane Campion's The Emotions. Uh, all five emotions <laughs> it depicted uh, through um, 2D t- t- animation. And then Pixar ripped it off. I have off. a cell of it over yeah, there. No, yeah, no, I, yeah, I can see it on the wall. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, I mean, that's what it's like to hang That was just a taste of what it's like to hang out with Todd. Um, <laughs> oh, he right, he's like constantly right. His big thing, which is just so annoying, he's, he's desperate to prove that, get us to believe that Bob Hope was the best Oscar host of all time. Why wouldn't I? I it's just because it's not true. That's it is true. Nobody has been consistently great since the Bob Hope. See, I, and this like is, Bob Hope was consistent. Like when he hosted, every joke he he did landed the same way the last joke did. See, but and, the new hosts, it's all over the place. And everyone knows I'm a crystal head, born and and raised. <laughs> Uh, I, do you have tickets for Mr. Saturday Night on Broadway next year? No, uh, because uh, I do. Because I love Bob Hope. Right, you're a you're, and a, you're not, a hoper. And not the loser from City Slickers. Oh, man. City yeah. Slickers is garbage. Listen. Both of them. Forget you and forget Paris. <laughs> I only talk in, I try to quote, uh, you know, you're a monster, Inc. <laughs> I try to quote the Crystal movie. Oh, only. Weave them yeah. into, into sentences. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, okay, so we're going to talk. We're just going to, this is going to be a very lighthearted conversation, freeform. We're going to talk Oh, about, it had to be lighthearted? I have to, I, that's not what I prepped. Right, because the Oscars are very serious business to you. <laughs> However, we're going to give it a shot. We're going to talk about the 10 Best Picture nominees. Just the 10 Best Picture nominees. We're not going to talk about any of the lesser categories, like editing or acting or, or, or sound... Uh, Thank God. Sound why, catering. Why do they even air any of that? Cable lifting. That all that shit should all Ugh. happen off air. Ugh. We, the audience Ugh. of America... Best dolly wheel lube guy. Yeah, don't, we don't uh, even know uh, that. Who cares? Mm-mm. Bunch of losers. No, I mean... Below I, the line workers. Who I, cares? I like that, that, that best marketing departments is in there finally. That, that is... That matters. That's right. Do you love posters? <laughs> I am a poster head. More, I'm a trailer geek. Oh, I love trailer. Oh. That's it. Okay. I'm a, I, geek. I'm a big poster guy. I love a trailer, but the posters matter to me the most. Listen, here, you know, I know my hero, Amy Lippenheimer, because she was the one for the first time eight years ago. She said there was going to be a, she was like, yo, check it out. I made a trailer. And we're like, yeah, that's fine. I was in this meeting. But yo, check this. We made a five-second trailer before the trailer. Mm-hmm. That and was smart. She, everyone laughed her out of the room. She mm-hmm. went across the street to 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 Warner Brothers, and she said, "As you brought her idea, and now that's standard." Yeah. You get a five-minute, five-second trailer before the trailer. You have a preview trailer before your trailer, yeah. and then you have multiple trailers, including a final trailer, and that's genius marketing. It is. That is genius marketing. Yeah. I am a big fan of. Stanwick tag. 
I know what he did. I know what he did. Just he, tell him, though. He created the tagline. Yeah. And I think that's huge oh, in movie it's huge. marketing. It's huge. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. I thought you were going to say, um, uh, are they going to talk about Red Schmidt? Red. Red Schmidt. Oh. Who made the Red Band trailer. Who made the Red Band. <laughs> yeah. The unedited. Unedited. Nasty trailer. Oh. Yeah, they Love wanted to call it the unedited nasty trailer, and he was like, "No, we're named after me, motherfuckers." <laughs> I love that guy. He's a hero. He's a hero. Oh, he uh, Tags a hero, uh, you know. And of course, our uh, trailer uh, godmother, Billy is, Crystal. No, 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 the trailer lady. Oh, yeah. Uh, but also well, Billy Crystal and Jane Campion for for emotions. <laughs> the 1976 Emmy <laughs> Award. Fucking groundbreaking, though, really. Really good. I mean... A lot of people don't realize what put Campion on the map, and it wasn't boring-ass shit like the piano. Well, no, no, before that, it was her ad work for Paul Mall Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> she... She, she was the Gore Verbinski of her time. She was. Uh, she cut all that. Oh, and she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She paved the way for a bunch of dudes like Michael Bay... Oh, you might not know this, but and this is controversial. Nispel, my um, uh, Nispel. You know the Billy D. Williams uh, Colt Forty Five ads? Oh yeah, she directed those. Did she? Yeah. Holy you shit! You didn't know that? You know who's the yeah. original one in that? It was gonna be Holly Hunter. Really? Yeah. And they, and were... they the, you know, that they they won out. <laughs> the people at uh, Colt. The, they 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 won out. They wanted Billy. They wanted D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. I mean, they you know because it was it was targeted for the African American. Well, and they, and Campion clearly wanted a white person. She wanted a white person. She does have, you know, there's some racial tension with her, but, you know, with the Williams sisters and such. But, yeah. And then you could just say, how could she be racist? She made the Colt 45 ads. Yeah. With Billy Dee Williams. Yeah, no shit. I didn't know that now that I know that. I mean, I was on the fence about whether or not she was racist or just... <laughs> Out of touch at all. <laughs> but now that's been made clear. Not racist, just out of touch. You couldn't tell if she was oh, out of touch and old and racist or just Australian. <laughs> Is she Australian or New Zealand? She can Oh, you know, I I reject that. I know. You know, one time they were together. They were and they stay all the way from each other. Now we have to pretend we like they're different. They sawed it, right? They used they chain, it, right. a, a combination right. of chainsaws Yahoo and Sirius hand tools. Yeah. And Yahoo Sirius cut the island. And Our first movie, we're going to talk in <laughs> order here about the movies. Cause What's I can, the order? How does it work? Uh, it is, uh, it, well, you know what? According to what's on your you know what? computer no, screen? I'm going to fucking mix it up. I'm going to prove to you I know my alphabet. I'm going to go alphabetically. <laughs> All right. It may take me about... There's two D names. How are you going to do that? There's three. <laughs> oh, my God. Karen, apparently you don't know your alphabet. No, I just didn't look All right. That this hard. may take me 10 to 15 minutes between <laughs> by deciphering. By the end, it'll probably yeah. be less because I'll remember that we had done most of them. It'd be yeah. like a process of elimination. But I think the first one is going to be Belfast. Yeah, because there's no A title. By there's Kenneth Brawl. And there's no, uh, there's no other B titles. No. So Belfast by Kenneth Brawl. Yeah, did you see uh, Belfast? I did see Belfast. And did you see it? Did you uh, see Belfast? Well, yes, but we should uh, be clear. Did you see it at the theater? Did you pay for it? Or did you get a screener from the DGA or the WGA or SAG <clears throat> after? Or did you get screeners from all of them? And did you watch it on a screener? Okay, uh, to answer your question, I'm very, very, very important. <laughs> 
So of course I, I did not pay. God. I didn't think you did. Um, you no, did. no, no. Kenny invited me to the editing room and I gave him notes. Kenny? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, Normally when you've said Kenny in the past, you've been... Loggins. Yeah. Loggins. Yeah. And sometimes G. And I never know. <laughs> oh, G. Kenny's, Kenny's G and Loggins. <laughs> um, uh, I know uh, we're, we're, my house is in four unions, union yes, and we get usually four screeners of everything. Uh, if you're in four unions, doesn't that fuck up the unions? Like, shouldn't a union, like, you're united with a, just one union? Can you be united with more than one entity? Yeah, it's like polyamory for, for labor. <laughs> <laughs> when you're fucking one union... You're not thinking about the other necessarily, unless it's a. Well, if a you're free polyamorous, play. you are. Well, if it's a free play, like if you're a, a union swinger, then you don't give a fuck. You just fuck them all. But if you're polyamorous, you're in. Rela- I'm in relationships with all. So you three care unions. about all three. Yeah, but I'm not. What I'm saying is, when I'm with SAG, I'm with SAG. <laughs> but you're not. Th- okay, I see. My eyes are. I'm looking at SAG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ may be off with IATSE. I'm, I'm not. And there's no jealousy. I don't 100% understand polyamory, but. Yeah. Like, don't you have to. If you're polyamorous yeah. versus just non monogamous. Right. When you're in a relationship, don't you have to consider all the other. Yeah, that's why it's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. But, but when you're with them, right. you're tunnel visioned and it's not. Yes. The others aren't a consideration. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just like monogamous sex. It's just you're, you also then can go next door and walk into DGA and <laughs> fuck them in the butt. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to do it only in the butt. And you have to ask Tommy Shami, president <laughs> of the DGA. Actually, I don't know if he's the president anymore, but Belfast. I can tell you the president of SAG after. I can too. Yeah. Because they're always like C level actors. <laughs> and she has been for like, it seems like 40 years. Fran Drescher? Yeah. Oh, right. She's the new one. Oh, you I, were going to name Andrea gonna, uh, from Yeah, I uh, forgot that Fran Drescher took over. Yeah, and I just ran saw... against Matthew Modine. It's like a, a battle for the 11s <laughs> on a call sheet. <laughs> well, uh, for a time... Matt Modine was numbered one. He was number one on some stuff. Fran Drescher stuff. was number one. Yeah. But those numbers fall, baby. But I don't think like uh, the previous president uh, was ever number one. She was probably never number one. No, no, absolutely not. But she was on my mind because I just saw her in a movie playing a teenager. No, she she was forty in Bev Niner, so yeah, she was forty in that was her forte playing a teenager. You know, so she she got killed. Belfast. Yeah, Belfast. Did uh, I saw it on a screener, um, and I found it to be a pretty entertaining but ultimately kind of forgettable uh, memoir film Mm -hmm. with good performances all around but eh, you know nothing I hadn't felt I had seen I thought um, I thought it was touching and sweet and and well made but nothing I'd ever like be compelled to revisit I'd rather see like what was that movie that action movie I saw 71 or something like about a about a Protestant um, uh, soldier caught in a Catholic neighborhood in the middle of the Troubles, and he has to get it's like warriors with like oh, it's awesome. Anyway, I don't know. that sounds um, good. Yeah, that's a recent film, or uh, I came across it on Canopy. Um, I'll, I'll I'll fill you. Yeah, tell I me that sounds wrong. good. I love a good. Uh, 
Irish movie. Troubles movie, yeah, yeah. IRA movie. Sure. Uh, I, I did like In the Name of the Father. Yeah. Uh, I liked, there was another one. I mean, Danny I liked, Collins? I uh, liked Rob Roy, all right. There was another one where. Wasn't Danny Collins one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was another one. Where, uh, Leprechaun 4, Leprechaun in Leprechaun Space. Leprechaun 4 in Space is great. It's great. There was another one, though, that was in prison, and I remember they put their shit yeah. on the walls, yeah, 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 and they yeah. were like... Yeah, I don't remember what They that called is. it their... Is that dirt. the one with Dana Day-Lewis? No, that's in the name of the father. There's another one. Rob Roy? No, it's not Rob Leprechaun Roy. Leprechaun 5, Back it's, to School? It's not Leprechaun 5, Back to the Hood. Le- Lepre- Leprechaun 5 is just Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> I want to be respectful of the French. Speaking of hate crimes, my, my kids made hate cri- Irish hate crimes at school today. They made what? leprechaun traps. <laughs> they painted a green yeah. toilet pole wrapper with like a string going up and a gold coin at the bottom. <laughs> so the leprechaun gets to the top and dives in to get it because he's so money hungry. I love leprechaun traps oh. so much. Uh, and that weird tradition that I wasn't made aware of till I had a child that yeah. it was not something that happened when I was a kid yeah, I was like kids you I made a hate crime it. I love <laughs> the idea of trapping a leprechaun <laughs> I think it's great uh, anyway okay Belfast uh, yeah Belfast for me was uh, you know I, I agree and I think you just described all of the nine of the ten that I've seen basically uh, as yeah the acting's good and it's not a bad movie, but it also didn't blow you away. Blow me away. Yeah. Uh, and Belfast of the Ten was for me like one of the better ones. Mm. I would say like more engaging yeah. emotionally. Uh, uh, but I also was often taken out of it by, I think, just director's choices, mm. uh, production choices. Yeah, I thought some of the framing was weird. Well, and also, and I understand like why. I understand the choice of we're shooting this all on a on a studio lot yeah. in a in a barely dressed studio, you know, faux street. Yeah. Uh, and and I get he was going for surreality with that, but <laughs> the problem was is it took me out so often because I felt like I was watching a sitcom from the fucking nineteen seventies with the sets and all that stuff. So that yeah. that took me out of it. Um, and the other thing that really bothered me about it, and I understand the reasons for the choice again, uh, is it 71 that you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? It's good. That's the movie I was telling you about. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to watch that. Irish Soldier. Um, but the streets look like that. I mean, I don't... What are you talking about? Surreality. I didn't, I didn't. Well, this the streets in Kenneth Branagh's movie looked very much like. Uh, 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 they look fake to you. They look fake. Oh. Um, and oh. and 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 it's my understanding that he meant it that way. It was oh, supposed okay. to look to surreal, like kinda? like not. Yeah, it's like my memory and memories are not exact and this is how I remember it. And also, yeah. he ma- he spent his life making movies. Yeah. So this is. Uh, you know, I don't know. I understand the choice. Yeah. For me personally, it took me out of the reality of the gotcha. narrative. Um, and then the other thing that constantly took me out of it, and I understand that Van Morrison is a working class Irish hero and all that stuff. Yeah. But the choices of music, of songs, Van Morrison songs in Belfast, it was his greatest hits album. Mm. So 
there are so many like other tracks from Van Morrison that it could have been more interesting and enhanced the thing, but because it was a movie with this choice, it's like uh, uh, you know Simon and Garfunkel, you know in uh, The Graduate or Cat Stevens, and yeah. you know that's what he was going for. But the problem is, is he went with greatest hits, so it was distracting to me. It was just like really brown eyed girl right now, really into the mystic. I, you know, we've t- heard these songs that what, what took me times. out was I thought it was such a weird choice to um, to choose his new song uh, "Up Your Arse with Vax." <laughs> that really took me out of it. I just thought. See, if he had chosen all Van Morrison anti-vax songs, <laughs> that would have been more interesting yeah. in this uh, particular uh, presentation. To you. Um, <laughs> next up is okay. This is going to take me a few minutes. It's a C. It's a C word. It's called Cobra. Cobra, starring Stallone, is Anthony Cobretti. I'm sorry. Retraction. That is. Coda. I can't. I couldn't hear you. Coda. Can you sign it? I can't. Starring Marley Matlin. Um, uh, disclosure: A friend of mine wrote and directed it. Uh, another disclosure: I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Coda? I have not seen Coda. Now, have you been resistant to it because your friend is involved? Probably. But no, I think um, just the vagaries of. T- I haven't watched. You know, most most of my most friends' of shows. And movies either. It's a weird thing that happens, I think, to everybody who works in the industry. Is they're uh, uh, like they don't. We don't want to uh, critique our friends. We don't want yeah. to uh, uh, be I mean, negative about our friends. And the easiest way to do that is to avoid our friends' work. That's not it. I love being negative about my friends. <laughs> I um, I have a couple things I'd like you to read. <laughs> I just, I just, I just haven't, I haven't got around to it. Uh, no, I get that. I mean, I, I for me, we, it's we a kind to. of a miracle that I've seen nine out of ten. Because yeah, I've never a, seen this many uh, Best Picture no, nominees. No, it's, it's a fucking miracle. In the year. Oh, my God. I just realized I have seen nine out of ten as well. Oh, okay. That's cool. So the only one you haven't seen is Coda. Yeah, and I didn't finish Doom. <laughs> and you didn't. That's Spoiler. Fine, but you saw part of it. Here's my thing about Coda. And I would say on this list, not because whoever your friend is made it, um, but of the ten movies, and I have not seen King Richard, but of the nine that I've seen, Coda, I would say, is the best made film of the bunch. Is it a great film? No. And... Like, I don't know what that means, and I don't know what it means to be... None of this has ever made any sense to me. But is Coda, like, did I watch Coda and go, I'm blown away, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me? No, I didn't. Um, But I loved Coda in the same way that I loved uh, The Full Monty. The same way that I loved, you know, Step Up Revolutions. It's a good... uh, version of this genre right. like musical genre not just musical it's like dance it's you know music dance all that stuff lifting a character up and, and physically no spiritually because oh. um, that's what this is I mean and this is a, it's a girl or a young woman and uh, she loves to sing and her entire family's deaf and they want a farm, and they can't hear what she does. They want a boat, right? Fish. 
Fish, right. I'm sorry, fish. Um, um, and I, I, like that's the that's the whole thing. It's yeah. very it's very simple. Yeah. And if you're a, a, a human being with feelings, uh-huh. uh, this coda, uh, unlike any of the other movies that I saw, uh, including Belfast, w- did make me cry. It made me cry. Wow. Um, a couple of times, um, and because I'm not an asshole. You know, I mean, the full money made me cry. No, I, I just, I like Coda's good, and it's movies can pull on your heartstrings because heartstrings are a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, metaphorically. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is a yeah. a very good movie. Yeah. I just don't think it's great. Yeah. I don't think it brings anything specifically new to the table that blows my okay. brains out. You know, I I love, but good, I like it I love a lot. Burger. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. a really good burger. It's an elevated burger. It might even be a, ve- a really good veggie burger. It could be impossible. I love veggie. It, it could be uh, sustainable. Right, well, I, I didn't see it, so I can't comment. Um, but Sean Hedder made that movie, and she's a, we work together. Oh, okay. So the next is going to be... Okay, let me... A, B, C, D... Ooh, I see some Ds. Um... Don't look up. That's right. That's the next alphabetical uh, D. Yeah. Uh, did you see it? I did. When did you see it? Okay. Probably two weeks after it uh, debuted on whatever streaming service. So you on. saw it over the holidays? Yeah. Or just after? Yeah, probably just after. I can look up on my letterbox. It doesn't matter. I mean, you, I'm if just... If you want to follow me on letterbox, it's my name. Well, this is a Netflix movie. Anyone. Right? Sure. So when something lands on a streaming service and you can watch it on your TV, for me anyway, it lands differently than something that I have to go out to see. Yes. Um, And maybe part of the reason that I've seen most of these movies to this point is I've got, I wound up getting all the screeners on one level or or the other because I paid to see zero of them uh, as I'm looking at them. Um, oh, Hollywood is so fucked. Yeah, they're in trouble. Because I'm not paying money. When Todd isn't paying money. Nobody pays money for the best picture that's stuff. Fair. That's why we call them best picture. Except Apple paid $25 million for Coda, but okay. Well, yeah. yeah streaming well, more. Good. They're good for Coda. Coda for should Coda. get best. Right. But don't look up. Don't look up. It's a Netflix movie. It came out in the holidays. Yes. And for me, I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Uh, and it made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I also often looked around at other things that were happening. Just distracted at your house? <laughs> I wasn't in my house. I oh. was I was in uh, New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, at my parents' house. And, uh, so you're yeah. looking at your parents? Well, no. They have very large windows in their so New Hampshire house. At, at, at hermit crabs? I, no, they don't live. Newts. Not newts. Elk. Just like... Bison. Just like the trees outside. Vultures. The moonlit trees. Oh, moons. Moons. <laughs> I was just okay, so Adam McKay lost your attention at certain points because... A bunch of times. It was devalued in your mind as a consumer mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the value assigned to it was approximately one hundredth of fourteen ninety nine that you pay per month. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, whatever. However, however often you watch Netflix. Maybe, well, when you go dollar. to the movies, okay. When you go to the movies versus you watch yes. something on, on. I went this weekend streaming. to the movies. What'd you see? 
turning turning red. Did you like it? Very, very much. You love Pixar. I do. I do too. Did you like it? I haven't seen it. I saw it with my daughters who were delighted by it. I I want to see it. Yeah. Yes, uh, I will see uh, Turning Red. I see all. We paid money, even though we could have watched it on Disney Plus. And I will uh, pay money for Turning Red. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. when I watch it, yeah. uh, if I watch it, I mean, you got to support Disney. You know, they need their help. No, no. Wait, is that right? I mean, does it all go to Disney, or does some of it go to the artists? Oh, I mean, artists take part in the money. Sure. Do they get? How much do they get? Do not know. I do not know. I don't know. No, I'm sorry. Like, know. what's the right thing to do? Do I watch it or not for the artists? Anyway, don't look up. I thought it was very uneven. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very funny at times. Forced but at very times. Forced at times. And I don't mean politically. I think, I think if there's anything to be a little strident about, even if you're trying to make a aggressive uh, metaphorical statement, a long form statement. Hey, climate change is a pretty important one. Like it's yeah. okay, it's okay to sound shrill and didactic at this moment. I agree, um, but is that a good? But is that? But like, I think a lot of what "Don't Look Up" is getting attention for is more for its message than for its the way it was put together. I yeah, because it's it's. It's not a perfect movie. It's an imperfect movie. Yeah, with a great yeah, message. I think the, the controversy, quote unquote, has helped. But you know, it's a, a massive cast and stars and like a high A level cast. And Adam McKay is certainly uh, very notable recently. Um, I don't love all his stuff that he directs. I don't. I didn't really like The Big Short or Vice very much. Me um, either. But I liked. I thought this this had a lot of good performances. Uh, Jonah Hill and Meryl Streep. Oh, relationship the performances! Was really funny. I mean, I would say like with like one Leo. or two exceptions in this entire list. Yeah, I would say the acting is amazing. Uh, all of of the nine that I've seen, the, the performances are very good. Yeah, uh, even when I didn't like the movie, uh, with the exception of one. I can think of one that I didn't like. I didn't like one of the actors at all. I'm not going to say can't, who can't, it is. Why not? I'm going to talk uh, shit about perfect, people. Perfect. Well, you can't. I'm casting. I'm just movie. a loser actor like Sam Elliott. <laughs> I can say whatever you I want. You can Sam Elliott at all. <laughs> and then Jane Campion will look up from her uh, <laughs> 1976 <laughs> copy of Emotions and call you a xenophobe. Um... You know, and then someone's gonna call her I mean, a racist. It all up, works don't out. Don't look up was fine. I mean, I thought that like it got it. You know, it it strove to be Doctor Strange Love and fell quite short. But uh, but I I certainly enjoyed it. I see you as like a like an Adam McKay type. Like you should be making uh, feature films. Uh, well, that's the, that's what we're, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm but I mean like smart, I, I, you know, I think don't look up was smart. I, yeah. it's just not a perfect movie, but like matter. you should be making, uh, the don't look ups. All right. Thank you. Uh, Adam McKay is fired. Stephen Falk is hired. All right. For well, me. That, uh, from my position. <laughs> I don't know why I hired, uh, fired my, Adam McKay. Uh, it's all right. And, and now, yeah. Now Will Ferrell's mad at me too. That's so unfair. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, Will Ferrell. Uh, the next movie Not sorry. is uh, Drive My Car, oh. a Korean film. Yes, it is. Featuring uh, Saab 3000. 
just as long as the Batman. Uh, it's a three. It, it is. It's a three-hour movie about a, a a beautiful cherry red car and the two people inside it. Yeah. Did you watch it? I did watch it. Uh, because it's on the HBO Max. Or no, did you get a I am a big uh, fan of uh, Korean cinema. <laughs> That um, no, I, I am. Uh, that that uh, I, I I'm really into Asian movies. I am too. I just like Japanese uh, movies and Korean yeah, movies yeah, and Chinese yeah. movies. And I Vietnamese do too. Movies and... I do too. And I, that's why I was surprised at how bored I was by this. Yeah, movie. I I'm, not it's not your thing. I I I fell in, I fell under the spell of it. Oh, um, you liked it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know, it it mashes up Chekhov and. Um, uh, what's the what's the author of the short story? Hira Ku. Uh, anyway, um, Mur- Mur- Murakawa. Uh, I don't know who wrote this short. No, story. no, no. It, well, it, uh, yeah, um, guy wrote like the Wind Up Bird Chronicles and stuff like that. Um, I uh, get. I watched Haruki it for three Murakami. hours. I'm not gonna look stuff up after. Murakami. Um, yeah, I thought. Um, I thought it was really fascinating. You know, it's about about language and storytelling and and. Um, and memory and loss and um, Chekhov and you know I, I yeah I found it really affecting I like I like things about theater and this was sort of very very in a in a, a different approach and kind of a low key um, look into it because it wasn't like this high stakes thing and it wasn't satirical and it wasn't um, it wasn't tick tick boom for God's sakes um, it was <laughs> I didn't see that. And so, and and I just I thought the acting was good, and I really liked it. The acting was very good. Um, I think that guy's phenomenal. Yeah, it took me a few days to watch the whole thing. Yeah, um, because it's so slow burn. Yeah, and so many other DVDs you pop in have murders. Yeah, yeah, or sex or something yeah. interesting. Um, this had some sex, right? Off the yeah, back. it did have some sex. You're right. Uh, uh, <clears throat> but it was like dark, sad sex. Sure. Um, my problem with it mostly, I wonder if it had been edited for pacing on any level, if I would have liked it more. Mm. But it was just too much driving for yeah. me. I mean, it's all pretty. It's gorgeous. The shots are great. I mean, like so many of these movies it's the same thing. It's like, it's gorgeous. The acting is great. Um, and I get the concept. I get yeah. what they're trying to say, but the at, once not. I get to the two hour mark, I'm like, I, I don't need to keep going through this. It's definitely true. I mean, I think, I think just, I mean, I wasn't, I was not in a movie theater, which would have been much easier for me to sit through. But I think that when, what foreign films that I, I, there's there's some sort of expectation going in that they have a different story sense, a different sense of three-act structure, a different sense of things having to be pat or make sense. There's there's leeway. My brain expands a little bit. And certainly for pacing as well, you know. But there, there there's just an expectation going in that this is going to be a little different. And my mind goes into a different frame of mind than, you know, if I had walked into what I thought was going to be, you know, a really, uh, a cool Chris Nolan movie. And it was this, I might've been like, well, I, my brain isn't ready for this. I'm, I see. I'm thinking of, you know, inception and yeah, I, I did. I don't approach. 
I, I generally don't approach movies with too much of that preconceived yeah. notion of what it's supposed to be. Uh, I'm trying to take it as it is. Yeah, I don't uh, mean what it's supposed to be. I just mean that 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 you're you're. It's like listening to classical music versus listening to rock versus listening to rap. Like you 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 we do consume art differently. Yeah, for based sure. on what it is. You know, if we walk into the Met and look at a painting, and then we walk into MoMA and look at a painting, there's or look at a urinal on the wall. There's a di- there's there's you're, you're sort of looking at it in different criteria with different. That's true, lenses. and the, and knowing what a genre is when you go into a movie. Yeah, or I mean, I guess I went into all of these movies that we're looking at right now thinking this is the best picture nomination. I see. So maybe that was well, but the, even the like, wrong way to approach it. But think about it, like if you watch a 1930s movie, there's a different expectation. You don't go, well, this makeup looks like shit. You you discount certain things, right? You, yeah. That you wouldn't. So they're, they're, that, that's just sort of... I take the, the older movies and foreign movies and sort of, sort of uh, as a corollary. Um, but it is certainly... There's a lot of gorgeous footage of driving around. Driving. That car is amazing. Um, okay, next one. A, B, C, D. We're still on D. Dune. I'm going to go ahead and just launch this conversation with just, saying this sucked. I hate Dune. It's boring. I watched 20 minutes. Uh, it sucked. I hated it. <laughs> I watched the whole three hours, and here's God. the thing, or it's not, it's only two and a half or whatever. Uh, but the, here's the thing. N- like, I started it, and I was like, oh, okay, uh, cool, pretty. Yeah. You know, visuals, special effects, all that Getting stuff. That spice. And then 20 minutes in, I was like, oh, when are we going to stop talking about politics? Oh, my God. Politics that don't, I'm not space involved politics. with. I don't fucking care. It's like Star Wars. I'm not. <laughs> space, space taxes. You want me to, like, stretch to allegory while I'm living here now in the United States of America in 2022? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing it. This is it. my problem with Tolkien. <laughs> it's fuck the same allegory. shit. <laughs> it's just like, uh, oh, oh, I have to cho- choose between... Ooh, well, who's going to win this battle? This made-up shit or this made-up shit? Well, but Dune 2 is like... the This movie is like a first part of the novel, and it's just the mom talking to the kid about how he's going to have to do stuff. Oh, man. And he never... They talk about it, and then right at the end, the worms show up, and they start fighting, and then it ends. I didn't get there. I, I when, when, when that when that I can't remember that theater actor walked, walked on screen with a pink parasol. I was like, I can't. I'm not. I'm not on board with this. <laughs> this movie is not for me. Well, yeah, and it's not for me either. But neither was Drive My Car, and neither, actually, Belfast wasn't either. I, you know, like so few of these movies are made with me in mind. <laughs> that's. The, I think that's the problem with Hollywood. That's the main problem. Um, th- that's why ratings are down for the. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I represent America. C D E F G. H I J K L. We're in K. Oh, is there a K? Oh, right. The one I didn't see. King Richard. Yeah, and. It's a weird adaptation of Shakespeare. It's just weird. <laughs> it has to do with. I couldn't, I couldn't quite figure out if it was Richard III. Richard too. I didn't know what we were going for. Did I you watch the, this program? I did. I did. And do you agree with Jane Campion that what they had to deal with, not a big deal, ultimately? 
Well, her her stupid point was that they didn't actually generally play tennis against men. Of course, they <laughs> did have to compete against men for the uh, sports advertising, for respect, um, to, for everything. So that was a really dumb thing to say. Um, and they actually literally played men at exhibitions a lot. Uh, okay. And usually beat them. Um, I think I the, the, the only... My only reservation about this movie, and I really liked it. It was, it was well done for this kind of movie. It was, you know, inspirational. I think it's good that the the mom character is written stronger than historically the mom character of uh, overbearing person like that may have been, but it wasn't in, in a didactic way or too didactic. The acting was universally spectacular. I thought the the girls were were great. Um, particularly the one who played Serena, um, but, but they were both good. And and um, I can't remember the the woman who's nominated for an uh, Oscar. She was great playing their mom. But and Will Smith, goddamn, he's fucking good. Um, that said, whenever there's a glorifying biopic with the glorification subjects approval and help, that really doesn't tell the entire story. Of just how fucking overbearing and asshole-ish he was in a lot of ways. So he was painted... You think he was painted sweeter than he should have been? He was a fucking pain in the ass. You know? And... and, But that's fine. He's a character. It's complicated. And 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 he pushed them to do what they did, is the idea? Yeah, but also he was just a fucking dick to everyone. He just was a dick. Like, overall, just kind of a dick. Like... No, we're not going to do it this way. We're doing it my way or the highway. No, I'm not going to follow any rules. And that's, you know, I I like rules. I'm a rules guy. And so I find that kind of glorification of that kind of character kind of there's something always stinky about it to me. (laughs) That said, it was a very entertaining movie. Um, The tennis was great. It was shot really well. Um... And I, I yeah, I, I was very entertained. The only reason I haven't watched it is Hill uh, wants to watch it with me. Yeah, that's so I, yeah. I, I keep putting it off till she can find the time. That's the problem when Christina. I'll be like, Christina, you know this three-hour Korean movie. You're cool, right? She's like, oh yeah, go go. I don't like get into oh best picture nominee. No, no, that's what I say. I say, Soft hey, I, you know, I was thinking about watching yeah. King Ranger, the the movie about the Williams sisters. Yeah. And their dad, and 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 she was like, "Oh, I actually want to see that." I was like, oh, "Damn it, okay." Like the only like, I haven't done this. I may have done it once. I don't think, but but I do often think of cheating on my wife. <laughs> in that watching a movie or a TV show that we promised we'd watch yeah. together, <laughs> yeah. and then just seeing what happens. Have you? You know, big <laughs> big possibility. It'll never come up again. She just doesn't want to be left behind. But every time so I, I make that mistake, regardless... You Do you have to sit through it a second time and, mm-hmm. and you don't say anything? Just like Spider-Man. You just lie? You remember that? No. When you wanted to see... This is the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, oh, by God. the way. So before that came out, you were like, let's go see this together. And I was like, yes, appointment movie. Yeah. Uh, Falcon Anderson and then I happened to be out with some people and they were like hey let's go see Spider-Man like last minute I was like oh no uh, 
I'm supposed to go see it with my friend, so I, I can't. And they're like, fuck, fuck your friend. And I was like, oh, yeah, you I was like, oh, okay. And I saw it, and That's then right. you were like, and, you and then you it. called the next day, and we're like, let's go. And I was like, yeah. And I busted you at some point, right? Or no, I confess? didn't tell you until you a year confess. later. Oh I my god, that's so funny. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, okay. So next is Licorice Pizza, mm-hmm. uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's, uh, in his sort of lighter um, mode, uh, you might say. Um, yeah, you know, closer to. Well, it's not Phantom Thread or. It cl- yeah, it's or closer to Master. It's yeah. closer to uh, Punch Drunk Club. Punch Drunk Club. What did you think of uh, this movie? Uh, I thought it was really dull, um, and and I'll tell you why. I mean, it's not you know I'm I'm not a Sam Elliott who's like got prejudices that make me hate movies. I just you don't like Valley people. I do like Valley people, and I like Valley movies, I, and I do, and that's why this movie bummed me out. Uh, and and Paul Thomas Anderson's version of the Valley is uh, admittedly not something that I uh, normally like. Go, wow, that was my thing. Like yeah. I don't normally. I I did like Punch Drunk Love, but I wasn't a big Boogie Nights fan. I this movie, I thought like the two lead characters were so irritating and unlikable and I never found like a heart to them like like something that I I could make sense of in their relationship that would yeah I don't know and 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 it's also the the Hollywoodness of it and uh, all the showbiz stuff happening on like this valley low level in the 70s uh, is not something I was privy to. I, it, it, it sort of remind like if you made a movie uh, uh, about plumbers, plumbers kids in the valley versus entertainment kids in the valley, uh, would it, it, you wouldn't relate to it. You would like, I don't know what these plumbers kids want. I, I don't know. It just like yeah. it, I don't know. It just didn't work for me ultimately. And and I found the characters, and it's not a fault of, again. I think the acting was very good. Yeah. I think the actors were playing perfectly what was written on the page and what were they were being asked to do. I just don't think it worked, you know, on the page. And the characters are so uh, it just genuinely unlikable. I don't know why I was rooting for anybody. And I, not that I have to root for people. I'm yeah. all for, like, anti... Obviously, like, you're the worst. That's about a bunch of characters who are assholes. So uh, this was about characters who were, I don't know, I just couldn't, I fucking couldn't get into them. Well, I think, I think maybe, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not actually disagreeing with your, your thing at all, but I do think, because I didn't love it either, I, I was sort of not that engaged, and I thought the plot was really choppy, it just like would jump a month or a week, or I didn't know, I never knew where we were, there was no sense of like forward momentum or urgency in the story. Yeah. Um, it was more kind of slice of life. But what you might be reacting to is the notion that young people, or the general truism, young people are fucking selfish. And, that they're, and they're, the whims of their affection are mercurial and not really logical. That's you know? true. And so they're hard to write accurately. And they may have been written really accurately here. And they just may have not made for a great story. That That's true. That kind, that relationship where it's just kind of hot, cold. Someone's dating someone. Someone's dating someone. There's always kind of this unrequited desire, but it never really bubbles into anything that cinematic. You know that that may be what we're we're reacting to. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I, 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 have, I have a very like, I have such deep respect for for a, a filmmaker like him. So do I. Yeah. You know, and his ability and his his hunger to try different things and try different genres and tell different stories. I don't always love his movies though. No, no, I, I, know. I'm the same way. I, I like most of his movies. I'm not crazy about, yeah. but I respect and yeah. will watch everything he does because he is a yes. singular artistic. Form. Yeah, but I, it's true. Like I, I, I really appreciated the master, and um, uh, I, f- I fucking never saw the Joaquin Phoenix one. Um, what's it called? Um, the Joaquin Phoenix one, uh, based on the book. Paul Thomas Anderson walking. I'm not. I'm blanking. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. It's not what it takes. But the Master, Phantom Menace, There Will Be Blood. Like I didn't fucking love any of them. I really love Magnolia, but for all its flaws. But it took me a couple times seeing that. Maybe I just need to see them more. But like, there, there's. But, a, uh, I mean, but that is that like. Is that my fault? No, no. I'm just saying, like, it, it. A lot of times we seem to, as like movie lovers, will be will say that maybe I need to see this movie more no, than no, once no, to I appreciate know. it. Like, it's but my if you fault. don't appreciate it out of the gate, that's not your fault. That's the filmmaker's I fault. I understood, but I don't know if that's true though, because uh, well, I don't know either. When you, for example. There, it's very rare that I hear a song once and I'm just like on board. I'm like, that's the fucking shit. It's usually around like the fifth time I listen to a song that I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I really like this song. Oh, okay. Right? And I mean, it, of course, n- n- a narrative piece of, you know, visual fiction is different, obviously. But, but, you, but I think there is a validity to a movie you see more than once and respect more and more. There, there is something about the movie that's indelible and, and gets under your skin, even if at first blush, you don't quite see it. Yeah, that happens. I mean, it, it definitely happens with my wife and uh, Coen Brothers movies. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, and that's definitely something that's happened to me. I've like And it's happened with Wes him. Anderson movies to me before. Yeah, Wes Anderson, I've never... I mean, like, I, if I didn't like them right away, I'd, I wasn't going to like them. And Coen Brothers, in general, like, I've liked them out of the gate, but there have been ones that I didn't like at first that I like more later. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of an example of a filmmaker, because Paul Thomas Anderson... Like, I generally, like, while I respect them and appreciate them, and often I'm mostly entertained by them, like, often I come away from his movies not loving them. Yeah. Um, and I feel that way with Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm trying... I just think it's... Maybe it's just, like, a numbers game, but I, I'm trying to think of why that is, like... And and how many examples of something that I saw first time that I was like, eh. Uh, yeah. And then I saw later and was like, oh, yeah. And I, it, it's so rare that it happens. Yeah. It's more often that... Like, I feel like... Like, you accidentally said the Phantom Menace when you meant the Phantom Thread. But then that made me Phantom think... Menace. Oh, about uh, a Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. And how many people love that movie and, and will defend it. Mm-hmm. to its death because they've seen it more than once. Right. And I feel like there's like Inherent a psychological... 
Inherent vice. Oh, yes, that's it. Uh, but I feel like there's like a thing that happens to us psychologically if we spend enough time on something yeah. that we have to love it. So if, we, if we've spent enough time, even if you've only ever seen Licorice Pizza once, but yeah. you love Paul Thomas Anderson yeah. on a sycophantic level, you're going to love it anyway. And I think that sometimes if you spend enough time with something like The Phantom Menace, if you watch it three times, then you find reasons to like it. Yeah. The same way you can find reasons to dislike but something. But I, I don't know if that invalidates it or not. I, I don't know invalidates either. Invalidates your affection for the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Because if it's a bad movie, by the third time, it's going to be excruciating. But no, but that, but, but, but dude, you and I... You're saying if you're predisposed to something. We have on thing. record, like, sitting through uh, The Phantom Menace. And, and I've sat through that movie multiple times, and I still think it's horrible. Like, right. it's a fascinating exercise in watching something that's Yeah, I'm horrible. saying if it's bad, you'll always hate it. You'll get more excruciating. Yeah, but then but then, how is it that there's something that you don't like the first time that you then you do? Because it has inherent quality that you didn't appreciate. But then there's reason. people who watch The Phantom Menace a bunch of times who didn't like it the first time and they like it now because they've spent the time re-watching. Well, they're morons. But, okay. All right, A B C D E F G H I J K L M N Nightmare Alley. Oh, I want to hear what you thought about this. Okay, um, I think Guillermo del Toro is probably ooh, not if not our smartest uh, person working in film. Just about about film, just breathtakingly intelligent and 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 smart and could talk as an uber hours. talented filmmaker who's also a uber film nerd uber film nerd and and could be a film professor could be a you know could win pulitzer for his for his um you know long form essays on film um i did not love this movie mm. Uh, I really liked I really really like some of his movies I'm not necessarily a gothic is, is this did you like gothic? his uh, fishy movie fishy fish movie fish fucking movie I liked fish fucking I liked fish fucking too um, I've liked a lot I've liked some of his movies very much um, I find I have Bradley Cooper reservations in general um I thought that I, I love Willem Dafoe. He should have been in it more. Um, I guess ultimately I just didn't find his story with what's her butt that interesting. Um, uh, um, uh, what's her name? Um, what's the actress? Uh, jeez, I don't even remember. <laughs> Watch a movie with two old guys. I, Watch I, a movie I, show. It, 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 was it Bradley Cooper's the guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on. And it was. But this, this. I mean, I know we're old, but this speaks volumes about the, about the movie. <laughs> about the movie, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Uh, I didn't find there, you know, she was very arch. I thought she played it incredibly um, campily. 
in a way that I didn't quite get has, behind that. Has Kate Blanchett played anything any other way ever? She is. You're. I mean, you're. You may be onto something. She does have a. She has a certain. I like Kate Blanchett, gloss. but she's over the top all the time. Did you see where did you go, Bernadette? No. Poof. Poof. You mean like over the top? Well, yeah, but just that movie is a fucking nightmare. Oh, I, um, I, I, oh, god, it's so bad. It's yeah. so bad. And our, mm, I, I know someone who was in it very well, and this actor told me how fucking terrible, what a nightmare it was, how terrible it was. Uh, and it was a, it was a terrible because of the people who were working on no, it. No, no, no. Uh, it just, it, it's a really good book, which a lot of people love. I've read. It's very funny and. It just landed flat the entire. So they, everybody working on it, felt that while. Yeah, they didn't were know what they were doing. Horrible. Didn't 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 understand. What. That's such a weird. I, it's Richard I, Linkletter. I have not. Yeah, Linkletter's. You know, I know the guy who wrote it too, and they're like, "What the fuck? What, what are we did we do? do to the script?" Yeah, yeah. I, that's interesting. Anyway, um, uh, I you know I just couldn't get that excited about. The movie. I just I thought it looked good. Um, there were a couple scenes that were pretty cool, but I the I the mentalism, but it's really not mentalism. I know it's a remake, and I know it it probably has a historical context that I don't understand. But I just didn't quite carny shit. I, I I don't know. I thought it was great to look at, impeccably to to look at. I uh, yeah, it looked great, and I am a fan of uh, like. Uh, Carney horror. Um, I watched both seasons of Carnival on HBO. Yeah, because uh, I just like that. Wow. Okay. Feeling that thing, the Dust Bowl Depression era Carnival thing <laughs> works yeah. for me. Uh, Nightmare Alley. I didn't hate it, uh, but it often was distracted by other things happening yeah. uh, and. And it played like a episode of Carnival. That wasn't yeah. even a good episode of Carnival. <laughs> right. Like a one-off weird... Um, I mean, yeah. God bless. I love directors who have passion and do what they do. And he has a signature voice. And he's great. Uh, didn't care for it. Okay. Do you think maybe it would have been better if he could have chosen not famous actors and still gotten the thing financed to the level that it, it, it was? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to shit on Bradley Cooper or anything, but... Mm. I know. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Because um, it's yeah. like, uh, like the really good actors in Nightmare Alley were relegated to... I mean, they're Small really, yeah, parts. it really was full of just a lot of city slickers, right? Yeah. I'm still, yeah. I, I got to work the Billy Crystal titles <laughs> in what I can. Oh, our next movie has a lot of city slickers, too. Uh-uh. <laughs> city slickers, too. <laughs> the Legend of Curly's Go? Yeah. I couldn't get that part. <laughs> uh, and that, is, that movie is, no, I don't, I, this is no city slickers. It's The Power of the Dog. Mm. The bullshit, uh, according to Sam Elliott. Yeah, uh, the 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 movie that spurned the slowest moving Twitter feud of all time between <laughs> Sam Elliott oh, and, oh, yeah. and Jane Campion trading barbs and in interviews was like we could have done this yeah. in two hours so, if they had Twitter. So Power of Dog is a is a neo western and um, 
with with uh, uh, Plemons and and Dunst and um, <laughs> and, and Cumberbatch. I love Plemons. Everyone loves Plemons. As a name and a person, I love Plemons. Yeah, I do too. I love Plemons. I love Dunst. I'm a big Dunst head. Yeah. Uh, I think she's turned into a really, really underrated and great actor. Um, and, um, and uh, yeah, and Bendit Cumberbatch. Um, what did you think of it? <laughs> I love how you, like, turned to me right after saying Benedict Cumberbatch. Because maybe he's the problem. Uh, I did not like The Power of the Dog, but I, I, I admit... Uh, like out of the gate to not being a huge fan of the Campion catalog. Uh, Uh, I'm not a big, I didn't like the piano. Like her movies I find slow. What did you think of 1976's Emotions? That's good. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, The Power of the Dog. Okay. Beautiful. Again. Yeah. It's another movie that's absolutely beautiful. The photography's great. Um, Loved it. Um, Campion can hire a good DP and knows how to... Yeah. Knows composition and lighting and all that stuff. and Does a really good job. And it's kind of amazing looking. Uh, and, and that's the frustration for me of The Power of the Dog is because I'm watching something that's beautiful and about a half hour in, the slow burn of it burned so slow that the pilot yeah. light went out. And I was like, oh, wait, why am I watching this? Um, it's too slow and I feel like despite the fact that there are so many good actors in it that ultimately as an ensemble I don't think that they gelled I don't think that there was any real tension and it had to be sexual in in the case of The Power of the Dog there had to be lots of sexual tension between uh, same gender actors and Mm. I didn't feel it Um, I thought that Benedict Cumberbatch was a little bit over the top uh, and unfocused and uh, masturbatory Mm. in his performance and I think that that's why and and I don't think that he got I mean maybe he did get direction and just ignored it or whatever who knows what happens on set but whether he got the direction and ignored it or he didn't get the direction there isn't enough chemistry between the actors in the power of the dog to make the power of the dog slow burn work Interesting for me um you're saying Plemons and Dunst have no chemistry no they had chemistry yeah but the chemistry that mattered was the chemistry between them it's it's Cumberbatch's and the kid and Cumberbatch and them and and I didn't feel any any real it's it's one of those things that you can't put it's it's immeasurable there's right. no quantifiable quantifiable thing that i can point to i just for me there was no actual tension between uh, the the characters and because the screenplay was so slow burn yeah. and took its time and and nothing it is very much like dune in that nothing actually happens action wise until the last like 20 minutes of the movie yeah and it, between the first half hour and the last 20 minutes there's this whole slog of time yeah. where it just lost me because there was no tension between the actors yeah i think my giant problem with the movie my giant 19 <laughs> <laughs> 
is that <laughs> I just don't I don't connect with westerns generally. Oh, that's a different thing. And that's just me. That's just a prejudice I have. It's just. But that's not. I mean, I, I someone likened because I don't connect to superhero movies. <laughs> Like and I yeah. and I contend with them and I watch them and my son loves them and yeah. my wife likes them, so I hang out with my family and I watch these things and and I've been trying to understand what is it, where do I d- not connect? And somebody said, well, these are the westerns of the modern era. Yeah. And if you look back historically at all the westerns, they're less gay. <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> Uh, they just don't know they're gay. A According lot of times. to Sam, Elliott. if you it, like, well, the, Sam Elliott's an asshole. But also, if you've seen like half of J- John Wayne's very Republican westerns, they also are kind of gay. Yeah, it, there's like a lot of there is the western has a lot of homoerotic tension. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this was trying to like call that out to the forefront or whatever, but it didn't. I don't know. Maybe it didn't do it loudly or boldly enough for me to. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there wasn't enough ten fucking. Maybe it needed. Not they needed. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's what I was sold when I was like, "Hey, it's a new western." Yeah. By Jane Campion. Shoot, I'm like, shoot oh, oh yeah, I was shoot. Yeah. There's no shootouts. Shoot it's just set in the old west. So, yeah. but that's the thing. It's like a superhero movie can be so many things now. It can be a comedy. It can be just an action movie. It can be a drama. It can be a serious drama. It can be a 1950s black and white sitcom. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they're doing with the superhero movie now. And I, 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 I think that's interesting. But The Power of the Dog is a really slow yeah. uh, superhero movie. Um, last, our last movie here, if my alphabet learning is correct, is, uh, is the Steven Spielberg-directed remake of West Side Story, written by Tony Kushner... Uh, I'll go, I'll talk first. Please. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm, um, I have the original soundtrack in my head so, so distinctly that, that, and it, it bothered me a little bit, but it was a little hard to get used to. I think, um... I think it's absolutely stunningly made. The the dancing, the choreography, the cinematography, the um, the singing, um, some of the acting I didn't love, um, and I and and its purpose I kind of get. It put it in, you know, a gentrification or, or just really just land grabbing um, a historical context in a way that the original didn't, you know, to the same degree that everyone was being all, you know, lower class people were being pushed out of, out of, uh, their neighborhood. Um, the Irish felt they had already and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Um, but everyone is, everyone's a cog of, of, of late stage capitalism. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's people on the bottom rung grabbing each other off the second rung. Rather than <laughs> toppling the ladder, uh, which maybe they should, and that all wasn't really part of my understanding of West Side Story, so that was cool. Um, yeah, I think the I think the set pieces, the 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 different song, I can I still have a lot of like the choreography in my brain, and I'm not a dance person at all, but like it was indelible, 
and and the cinematography, the way the camera interacted with the dancing, I thought was it's never been done like this before. Um, didn't really feel the heat between the two lead actors. Was that the only problem? Again, I think some of the acting, the acting and the necessity of the movie to exist in general were my only two quibbles with it. When you say the acting, or rather the movie needed to exist in general. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, um, I It didn't seem like it was necessarily ripe for a remake except for putting it in a more correct historical t- context and for casting it properly. Okay. And and do you feel that Spielberg did that or not? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. He did he did <clears throat> that, but that Cuz some people have a problem, I guess, with certain elements of the racial casting in it. Like well, Rita Moreno and stuff like that. What do you Rita Moreno in the new one? Yeah, like she was miscast racially. Or something. I, I don't know. I well, might then, be talking out of turn, but I like no, I there mean, was that, a lot that, of. We may be getting down to a granularity yeah. that this movie was simply correcting the in the macro sense by not having white people play Puerto Rican. Right, and character. then and then what they didn't do they on the micro sense they didn't nail it. If, if, if that's the complaint, um, I I have quibbles with that, that argument. Well, it's the same art, as, uh, what was the movie that Lin-Manuel made? Yeah, In the Heights. Yeah, In the Heights. Like, everybody was mad about that. Well, yeah, but that was specifically that there weren't enough um, African Latinos represented. There weren't enough Caribbean, like, there weren't enough there, black, there weren't, dark skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more light-skinned, right? In, yeah. In, in the representation of the different Latin, and I mean, Central and, and South American Immigrants in in New York, the diaspora. Right. But then there was, you know, on a more nitpicky level, there was a lot of criticism of this new West Side Story on the same level in that they didn't cast the right person from the right area to play these. Yeah, I think... um, Look, are, is is representation important and accuracy? Sure. Yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, there, You have to have a line somewhere or else no one can play anything. And then No, I know. I on. just, I don't know what that is. Well, they're I, just, I, I you put it somewhere and it moves. I don't and pretend to understand. I, my problem with West Side Story uh, personally is that, uh, you know, I don't like musicals. So out of the gate, it was problematic for me, <clears throat> but I did watch it. Like why? Why are they dancing and singing? Why are they dancing and singing their emotions <laughs> at the same time? Uh, I love a dance movie, you know, because they don't sing their emotions; they just dance them. And I didn't mind Coda because she was just singing; she wasn't dancing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is when people start singing their emotions or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or, or plot it, yeah. points or whatever. It's I just like, don't like yeah, it. It's not my thing. Don't like EDM. My family uh, who love musicals, uh, it was interesting to hear their reaction to West Side Story because it's very similar to yours. It was, this movie seems to be great. You know, what I'm watching is great, but it's not working for me. Right, right. Which uh, was interesting to me. Like, yeah. it wasn't going to work for me, 
But they, as lovers of musicals, there was something about it, despite the fact that maybe it was even as far as an execution uh, better than the original. They sure. s- it still didn't punch them in the heart. Yeah, like, it didn't. It didn't justify <clears throat> its existence in for me. Um, you know, in in the way that in the Heights did. Because it was new, I'd seen it on stage, but I, I, I I've seen it twice. I watched it twice now, um, and I love it. I think it's great, and and the way that Tick Tick Boom didn't at all work for me. I, I do like musicals. Um, I'm always I'm I I see, I see the resistance, and I have a tiny bit of me in that, or at least I can access that emotion. I can see why it's off putting that they're singing and dancing. But I don't care. Like I, I, I just I like them. Um, but I think. But 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 again, to say I didn't have the same reaction as as Hill and Colby because unlike like Nightmare Alley and Licorice Pizza, which just kind of didn't quite work for me, and I don't know exactly why, this did work for me. It just I didn't uh, I didn't fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. Now that we're talking, I didn't fall in love with any of these movies. I think Drive My Car was probably my favorite. What's your favorite of these? Coda. Coda. And I haven't seen that. So I will watch that before the Oscars. Um, yeah, it's funny. I mean, it just, in the end, like, <clears throat> you know, at your Oscar party, I don't know how, I, we should end with your prediction about <laughs> what's going to win. But like, uh, you know, on a betting pool, I wouldn't know what to go with. I mean, to me, on the on this 10 movies, like, I would go with the power of the dog if I was going to bet on something. But, like, personally, if I was going to vote what I liked, it would be Coda. I think Coda's uh, um, very narrow second to power of the dog in probability to win, as far as I am concerned. Um, So it's between Coda and power of the dog. Yeah. So which way do you think ultimately it will I think power of the dog. I don't think... I don't think what she, I don't think what she said hurt it that much. Well, and <clears throat> well, if it's, it's like if up. if a movie is going to win because of the media outside of the actual movie itself, yeah. I mean, Sam Elliott like pushed the power of the dog to it did, but then the next night, but then she screwed up, but she's apologized. And there's so many photos of her hugging on the The William William sisters and all that stuff. Um, just like as award season has heated up, Coda has been gaining steam, but power of the dog has kept right up with it. And, you know, like weirdly, champion one, um, screenplay, uh, in, uh, the Critics' Choice Awards, and I think Sean won at BAFTA. She may have also won. They may be in different categories. I'm not sure if they combine it. But yeah, but Sean, who's American, won in in England, and Jane Campion, who's somewhere in in the in the uh, Australian in the outback, uh, born somewhere in the outback, won in in America with Critics' Choice. Um, and Sean did not. Yeah, I mean, I think for sure the Oscars so often go to somebody they've owed for the past. Yeah. It's, so a lot of people think Campion's been was robbed when she didn't get Best Director for the, the piano. piano. Here, here's where you go, go was robbed or deserving versus important. 
Do you know what I mean? The yeah. Movie, is the movie important? And I think, I think you could. I think this movie is the most. Coda is the most quote unquote important of this group. Coda. Yeah, because there's no Holocaust movie. No. Um, well, it's the most important or least important. Most important. And most important in quotes, according to Oscars. It's about the most sort of heartwarming thing. So that's what matters to Oscars, not I think the so. Holocaust? No, 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 no because there's no Holocaust movie. Um, a disability that's been oh. been marginalized. <clears throat> okay, but po- Power of the Dog is about uh, uh, homosexual. repressed homosexuality. We, we did we did that. Yeah, but Jane Campion's a lady director who that's got the, re- that's who the, got that. Who, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what's going to be more powerful: the important message movie, or we owe this older older director. Who's been well? What would you ignored. say is the track record for the Academy Awards with that very question? I think probably importance, quote really? unquote importance. I feel like it's the other way. I, th- I feel like it's they'll give who they feel deserves it. Deserves for a lifetime it from of work. A, yeah. Nah, I think it's important. No? Yeah, I think if you looked at it, that would bear out. But that's just my guess. And you think that what? Like Coda has a deaf family versus um, latent homosexuality and the violence that comes out of that. Yeah, I don't you, think... You think that's a the I don't more think this, important that, thing? If you look at the awards race, that hasn't been the story behind Power of the Dog. It's been Jane Campion. Yeah, that's a good the point. The story behind Coda has not been Sean Hedder. It's been the that deaf actors are telling their own stories and, and been represented and are winning acting awards. Yeah. You know, that's a really good point. I um, all right. Well, that is that. I was thinking about writing a movie, uh, about a blind family with one kid who's not blind, who really wants to make movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you should do that. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, you may be accused of ripping off Coda, but God. well, who cares? I'll I'll do it for a lifetime or something. I'll I'm make a movie about an overbearing bowling mom <laughs> who turns his two boys into championship bowlers through the sheer stubbornness and and uh, and and uh, inspirational. What's their quotes. challenge? Uh, they're both very they're both very clumsy. <laughs> They, is that they just a, slip a is lot. Is that a, 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 an acceptable challenge, a societal challenge? It, it's going to be it's going to be reach, but we're going to go for it. All right, we're going li- li- I mean, I like it. I'm not. We're going to just align ourselves with the disabled community. <laughs> They're just clumsy. <laughs> That's not how you align yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right um, uh, it's a great idea all right well that that has been the film pigs um we'd like to thank just us yeah and the adam blau adam blau did music oh and thanks steve skelton for doing the post on this even though you're not here yeah even though you don't get any of the glory you won't you won't really li- you well you might listen to the very end you, you, didn't, get to, to you didn't get to join in on the fun <laughs> We had so much fun without you. We did. We actually riffed better. I think. I think this. I think this is working better. <laughs> Shut up. He's not listening to it. 
But I just think, I, I don't think Skeleton should be in the film. Why? <laughs> Why would you do this? I also don't think Skeleton has a job in the video game industry at all. He's lying? No, he's been lying. He's, yeah, doesn't, he's not he's working in, in video games, he's, he's working in he's robots. He works porn. on robots. Or robots, that's the same thing. He's in, he's in porn. He's in robot porn. We should all get into porn. Uh, well, the, the two best film pigs, uh, Stephen Falk and Todd Anderson, <laughs> uh, on behalf of the worst ones, the <laughs> Steve Skelton, uh, we'd like to say adios, uh, hermanos. Um, Thanks, Adam Blau, for the music. Yeah, we said that. I'm saying it again. Is it that good? Is it worth two? Thanks. Was, we thank him every day for the last 10 years. I know. Every week. He, he doesn't care. He doesn't care.